guys welcome to another podcast diaries um podcast <laughs> so um i'm esther i'm io and i'm agnes um and today we'll bring you an interesting topic we're gonna be vulnerable <laughs> praise the lord um, so literally pray for us um and i really hope you hear our heart in this uh, we're talking about um depression um so so i don't know why i did a giggle after that it's just an awkward topic really really and truly and it's something that um we're seeing so much of there was i think two recent high profile suicides um and we're just in a generation where millennials i think they i think there's a higher percentage of millennials that are suffering from depression at the moment and we need to really analyze what what our reaction as a church is to it and even what people in the church are going through. Mm. Um, so I came across this verse the other day, and I think it really kind of, it was what sparked this for me. Mm. And it said, it's in Proverbs 14, Proverbs, 4, Proverbs 14, verse 13. It says, Laughter can conceal a heavy heart, but when the laughter ends, the grief remains. Mm. I just thought, okay. oh. Wow. Too many times that's happened. Um, I, I read... I journal sometimes, mm-hmm. and I read a journal entry from around this time last year, mm-hmm. and I wrote in the journal, and it was such a weird thing to read it from, from knowing where I am now, and I wrote in the journal, I've never been this alone, and I just remember that feeling. I remember being in that place where um, I was going through something with a friend of mine, and I wasn't this was like my closest friend and, and mm. I think it was really affecting me at that time. It wasn't us guys. It wasn't <laughs> us. <laughs> this was uh, my closest friend. And I think when you're used to having someone there all the time, um, we're in a good place now, mm-hmm. guys. <laughs> but at the time it was really, really difficult for me not to have her there. Um, but also just looking back and saying that not many people would have known I was even going through anything mm. or that my heart was anywhere. Um, and I think that's how a lot of Christians are I think I've probably experienced depression twice in my life and one of them was last year Um, and I was at a place where when I realised it is when I was sitting at my desk (laughs) great story I was sitting at my desk and I thought to myself it's actually not very funny Mm. I thought to myself um, oh suicide isn't a bad option I thought oh come back oh how did we get here <laughs> i didn't realize we'd got that far mm. and it wasn't like a i'm planning it it was mm. more of a well mm. whatever don't really care mm. um and i think it's important for us to talk about these things mm. for me what what got me out of that state was um talking what well, was a message that i really felt the holy spirit prompted me to listen to mm. um, by sarah jakes roberts and mm. i was at my desk at work and I was about to start bawling. Mm-hmm. I thought, no, what am I doing? I need to stop this, but I needed it. Mm-hmm. And I'll talk about one of my other experiences mm-hmm. soon, but I just want to get your take on it. What you think, um, how you think the church is dealing with it. Maybe you've had an experience of it. Maybe you want to share um, mm. that with Agnes. Well, thank you, Esther, firstly, for you know just being so open and so transparent. Mm. I think you're absolutely right that we do need to share these things um, and we do need to just acknowledge the fact that Christian or not, um, these emotions and, you know, 
feeling depressed mm. is something that is very like normal in terms of like it very common like yeah. everyone at least at one point in their yeah. life has felt that way mm. and i think the first thing for me is that um sometimes there's a guilt that is attached to it that almost makes you feel even worse because there's because we don't talk about it enough um you almost feel like you're not supposed to be feeling that way mm. and from one perspective that's correct okay we have um abundant life in christ mm. that's not where he wants us to be it mm. reminds me of um, elijah i remember okay so i think um okay so okay so <laughs> where, where should i start okay where should anywhere I start? you please. where should i start okay so as a child i guess so i think a lot of this stuff um for me and from listening to different things stems from your childhood and from your inner child mm. i think um the enemy really does attack um like our inner child mm. um who like i i believe mm. like that that's always there um and some of the insecurities that may have developed in your like upbringing um intentionally knowingly or unknowingly or whatever mm. just from circumstances um and for me as a child um I sobbed a lot, so it's interesting. Like I always ministering to me before we started to <laughs> started this um, <laughs> about sort of growth and stuff. Um, and as a child, I used to sulk a lot, and you don't realize that sometimes the way you react to things, even as an adult, has at least little glimpses yeah. of how you used to react mm. to stuff. Um, so I used to sulk a lot as a child, and um, I got I I used to like kind of just not talk. You know, just go in myself, into myself. And um, uni um, was quite a time where I felt um, quite isolated. Um, it was quite a difficult time sometimes. You know, people were so busy that it was hard to sort of build strong friendships. Mm -hmm. um, and even when you did, I mean, you'd only known the person for so long. Like, there was mm -hmm. only so much you transparency mm -hmm. would show. Um, and I came across the story of Elijah at the time... Um, I um, had a bad experience with a guy um, and it really, like, bugged me. Mm -hmm. It bugged me for so long. Like, it probably bugged me for the rest of uni. Mm -hmm. um, and it got to a point where I just felt like I couldn't really talk about it anymore because people were probably thinking, why do you still care? Like, mm -hmm. like he didn't care, so why do you mm -hmm. still care? And obviously it's not that simple. Mm -hmm. um, and I think at the time the frustration was that I did care um, and... You know, I couldn't stop myself from mm. feeling that way. Um, and so I, I, I came across that passage in Second Kings of um, Elijah literally calling down fire from heaven. Mm. So demonstrating that level of power. Mm. Sometimes, you know, like we do that um, if we're active in the church. We go from leading powerful worship. Oh. We go from... Um, from ministering to someone else, encouraging someone else, and then we go home and we go back in our cave. Mm -hmm. And that is exactly, I, I really mm -hmm. identified, and I identify full stop with mm -hmm. Elijah so much in the sense that you can be so publicly powerful and then be so personally, like, I don't know if weak is the right word, but you're just in this cave. Mm -hmm. yeah. um, and obviously in that moment, he hears the still small voice that asks him, like, what are you doing here? Mm -hmm. You know, because sometimes I I hundred percent believe that depression is not our por our portion mm -hmm. as Christians. Mm -hmm. Um, that doesn't mean that 
it's not easy to fall into and um you know we don't need real kind of solutions to get out of it um so i i yeah i i just think that um it's it's one of the ways that the enemy attacks christians Mm. um in the sense that sometimes you almost like it feels so real in my life whenever i've been really down it's like i felt like literally nothing else no other emotions exist in that moment and even if i've blown something out of proportion Mm. i'm not aware of it in that Mm. moment like i can't feel anything else Mm. sometimes i'm still able to um go to work i'm still Mm. able to function like you said like some most of the time people don't know but that thing always lingers and the more like you know my walk is strengthened the more i think why do I still go into that place? Like, mm. Why is the enemy still able to get me in that place? Um, and yeah, I, I just think calling it what it is is important um, because just because you haven't got a diagnosis, it's mm. probably because you haven't gone. Yeah. <laughs> um, yes. Not to say that I, I necessarily agree with how mm. all of that process goes, mm. you know, but um I think it's it's right to acknowledge how you feel. Um, one thing that I have learned is that communication is so key. So where I was saying that I used to sulk, that was such a tool of the enemy for mm. me because because until I started to talk about how I felt, um, you were isolated. I'm I I was isolated and I couldn't invite someone to give mm. me another perspective. Mm. Um, and that's ultimately how I got out of that with whatever it was Mm -hmm. um because by talking about it with someone i began to kind of see it differently i began to stop blaming myself Mm -hmm. i began to stop like um just dwelling Mm -hmm. on the narrative that i had created Mm -hmm. um and i think that's why the enemy does try and shut us up Mm -hmm. because words are life Mm -hmm. words Mm -hmm. are life and and depression is a state of I guess like almost numbness like oh, you're yeah. spiritually dead i don't know about you but sometimes mm. i can't pray mm. like i can't like i start to do it in my head like just go whichever one you can hear right now <laughs> I, I don't want to open There's my mouth there. yeah like, like so i think that was a real um yeah that that's something that like god is still like really really drumming into me you can't shut down like you can't let the enemy um to what Agnes has said is as Christians as non-Christians the label depression is not something we like to hear Mm. so if you don't acknowledge it it's not happening Mm. if anything is so let's not give it a label let's just you know it's gonna it's gonna go <laughs> we'll just sh- we'll just keep quiet but it's just keep going yeah. it will go mm-hmm. like the more things i do to keep mm-hmm. myself busy it will go mm-hmm. but what happens if you don't go nowhere mm-hmm. like i would never have i would never say oh i'm depressed but 
I can say that I probably more than likely see how hard it's for me to even <laughs> say it. Probably went through a process where I was depressed. As you all know, I had a timeline for my life, yeah? I finish uni, I do my LPC, get that banging for a five K a year job, yeah. buy my own house, get married, travel the world, da 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 not even okay, my wasn't even really on it was on the list, but it was like travel the world, become CEO, become this, become that, become lots of things that I I uh, had a plan for. Mm-hmm. Now some of the things I failed, God didn't fail it for me. I just got burnt out and I failed. Okay. Maybe God didn't want it for me. Or maybe God did. For a long time. I can never I think the point where I knew that I was feeling one way mm-hmm. was we were driving to I think it was PC or somewhere. My sister was driving. And I was just sitting there in the car. And I did not know at what point my eyes I was crying but I did not know. Mm. How we it's weird for any human being to sit in a car. I don't even think my sister remember this. But thoughts are going through your mind so much. You're not even seeing your left or your right that you're crying, but you don't even know you're crying. And she was asking me, are you crying? I was like, no. And I was like, wiping my face thinking, girl, does that nonsense tear off your face? Why are you crying? And all the thoughts going through my head were, I can't even articulate them. Because I was thinking, <laughs> I was thinking many things that were just, it's almost like a freight train, just going, constant, just, just, just going. Mm. Have you failed your parents? Have you failed your family? Have you mm. failed your sister? You failed your this, you failed it that you didn't get this best grade. You're not this level. You're not that level. Mm. You can't even get one thing right. You can't do this. You've applied for that job. You're not getting it. You don't have that money. You can't do this. You can't. So many you cannot. Just going in your head. Are you the only one? Why can't you apply for a job and get it? Why are people saying, oh, I have a job and suddenly I got it. What, what do they have that you don't have? You have more degrees than you could sneeze and nose at. Why don't you have it? And FYI, is it only you that the enemy is looking for? Why are you always <laughs> having to fast and pray? Why is it your... Do- like, just... In your mind. Now, I would never have called that depression. I would just say I'm functioning and I'm finding a way to get out of this. Mm. Yeah. But then later on, I realized that, yes, girl, there was a moment where you, there were moments of depression because it's almost like you, you go back, you go, you go forward and you go back and you go, mm. why the hell are you feeling like that anyway? Yeah. Like, do you not know who you are? I think, sorry to cut you. Yeah. Um, because I think that is important, um, defining depression. Mm. I'm sure there's a clinical definition Definition for for it. it, Um, I, I've kind of come up with my own (laughs) because, and and the way that I, I see it is Mm. that I can feel sad about something, but when it's, when it's getting to the point where I'm not functioning, even if I'm functioning outside, if when I'm by myself, mm. I can't function, function. Mm. and my mind is driving me to places it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't be driving me. It's probably not just that I'm upset about something. Mm. It's probably not just that um, I'm I'm even, like, 
worried in a good way mm. about something I don't mm. know maybe have a presentation at mm. work you know you're a bit nervous but it's good because you want to do well that's mm. all like there's, there's a positive um side of every sort of like negative it. emotion or at least mm. like emotion that is perceived negative mm, because I think um if it's not sustained and if it's not detrimental mm. then it's probably okay because we're human mm. but it's just that it's those times where like you don't want to get up like it's those times when like you just think the world is against you mm. like those and and just going beyond again a clinical definition that's the enemy yes. how can we entertain thoughts like the world is against you we know it's not mm. like like yeah. the like god has overcome the world so i think he really uses our mind as some sort of like isn't it just like, like said the mind field. is a battlefield mm. or Tiata yeah, yeah, yeah. about yeah. the mind being battlefield a battle of the mind battlefield of the mind sorry that's what that the title of the yeah world. i think um kind of going off what agnes said mm. it's kind of a sustained period of being low mm. um and not for me it was it was like a constant cloud like a dark i remember feeling like there's a dark cloud over my head and i can't shake it like i just i'd worship i'd go to church i'd do everything like go through the motions and there was i just could not shake that moment and that's why i believe that you know as christians there's nothing wrong with seeking medical attention there's mm. nothing wrong with take medication if it's offered i um for me i def i i absolutely believe in the power of prayer i believe mm. um that spirit it's a spiritual thing mm -hmm. and god is the one that has the power to break mm -hmm. it god was able to break that thing that i've been trying to get off me for mm -hmm. i don't know how long mm -hmm. weeks or months with one like 30 minute message yes it just broke yes. like that yes. and there was nothing i could have done beforehand there was that nothing i prayed i'd done mm -hmm. this and it was like god is saying this is this is the issue and god just went right to the issue mm -hmm. and just kind of cleaned mm -hmm. it out and that was it mm -hmm. we were done you know, it's funny, there are just going off of that, of that there's one thing you could have done. It's good that you pray. Please continue to pray whilst you're feeling this way because you're battling the devil, not pushing you down more into a pit, mm. into a pit mm. where you then feel like there's no way out. Yes. Because you're, says, the Bible says, the purpose of our warfare, not of this world, mm. they are mighty through God to the pull down our stronghold. Mm. So you must continue to pray, you must continue to study your word because it might have been through study of your word that you get that. That's that complete delivery didn't true. have to be, but you have to know my. I have to keep going to my source. My source mm. has to keep feeding me. Because mm. if you didn't constantly go to your source, it probably is the case of I don't know. I'm just saying, a build up of the things you've prayed about, yeah, you've read mm -hmm. that when you then heard you're, that you're message, right. it resonated mm -hmm. like it sat and you were like, yeah, it wasn't even that. It was that I remember. I I believe it was the Holy Spirit that prompted me mm. to say, See. I didn't even feel like it. I mm. thought, no, I need to, mm. you know, I need to listen to music while mm. I'm working. Mm. It was like, no, 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 no. I need you to listen to mm. this person. Mm -hmm. And I have to admit, I was quite sceptical about um, the preacher <laughs> at first. I wasn't her biggest fan. Yeah. But God will, you know, confound the things, yeah. confound the wise. The foolish things to confound yeah, the wise. Yeah. yeah, and just going off of that whole snap moment, sometimes you don't even know there's something wrong. Yeah. I've had a message I was listening mm. to in the morning. I think it was the message of Father's Day at one of the times, that's the one I can remember right now, of TDJ's church this year, Father's Day, and this man preached. 
I was fine. I left him. I was in a joyful mood ever. On the train, guys, I was just that kind. I was like, wow. okay, girl, mm-hmm. what is, mm. what is going on? Why are you? Why is this hitting you so hard? And I've been learning over the months and whatever is, not to try to find out why it's hitting me, not to try to find out the root of what God is trying to pull out. Because sometimes I did. I can. If someone asked me, is there something wrong? I would say no, because I don't think there's anything wrong. Mm. I can't I can't think of anything. And I was listening to that message. I was praying a prayer, praying a prayer, praying a prayer. And I was like, and I'm thinking, why? I was asking myself, babe, why are you feeling emotional right now? Why? What is in the message that is making you feel so emotional mm. that you're on the train trying to pretend like I see you're, you've got um you got eyelashes stuck in your eye. Mm-hmm. That was that's, that's my trick. I start pulling my eyelashes, thinking, please, people should be asking me because people on the train will ask you, "Are you alright?" Yeah. And I'm like, God, this is me. I can't do this. And I'm like, okay, God, please just I just want to listen to this message and carry on. And sometimes you don't know what God is trying to fix, and I've learned that sometimes I don't need to know because you know, a couple of months ago you probably prayed, God, um, whatever is not you. In my life, take away. Or whatever is depressing you, take away. Whatever it is, and you've prayed it. That's why I said some, you have to constantly keep that whole, my source is God. Yeah. Reading and praying. You're because right. if you don't, mm. your deliverance, not not all, it's not all the time that you would need to understand why you're being delivered. It's like that consistency thing. Yeah. Like, stay consistent. Like, the things... When the Bible says so in the morning, so in the evening, because you don't know which one is yeah. gonna which one's gonna catch you or yeah. whatever. You're yeah. right. Um, okay, so I think just kind of rounding up, there's one verse that I saw as well. It says and it's something that really struck me. It says, Those who fear the Lord, very similar to what you've been saying, those who fear the Lord are secure. He will be a refuge for their children. And that first part, those who fear the Lord are secure, kind of says to me that when our foundation is in God mm. Regardless of what we're going through and what, what, I don't know, what we're feeling, um, continuously running to him, continuously having him as our foundation um, is going to get us to where we need. Mm-hmm. Um, having a security in God, I think, um, trumps our feelings yes. and our state. Yeah. Um, that's not to undermine what anyone's feeling because obviously we can sympathise mm-hmm. and it's not to undermine what anyone's going through. But if we understand that he is our foundation mm. and he is our source mm. and we need to go to him for who we are, then mm. I think um, we're on the right track. Lastly, mm-hmm. what do you guys think of um, medicinal remedies for depression? Quickly. So I had um, a friend of mine um, get diagnosed and start taking mm. medication and it was all so awesome to watch what god did when um we became friends um she wasn't even a christian um and she was very liberal bubbly all of that you would never know she had depression because Mm. she was always laughing like loud Mm. (laughs) um that scripture about you know yeah yeah, exactly and you know there were Mm. things that happened during that time that Mm. probably led to it Mm -hmm. but it's just been amazing because she actually now wants to um become a priest so um and she's been working towards that she does a lot in the church that she's at and stuff so literally god like saved her through Mm. her depression and she was um on medicine and stuff like that i think i think if you go and get diagnosed and they offer help um in that way 
just pray about it. I heard um, someone who also, um, you know, has been diagnosed with it um, say that, you know, when she takes medicine, she knows that what goes inside of her does not condemn her. I think yes. it's condemn, right? Mm-hmm. Um, no, defile. What goes into you does not defile you. It's mm. what comes out of you that, that defiles you. So mm. it's about mm. filling yourself with word. Yes. So that when you open your mouth to speak, your words are not mm. condemning you and yes. not defiling you. Mm. So if you've got to take it, take it for a time. Mm. But, you know, if God delivers you from that, mm. stop taking it. Mm. But, you know, just put it all um, in prayer and wisdom. And, mm. and use wisdom. Mm. Just to add to that, um, a pastor told me recently about someone. And she says, I know people believe that God's going to heal me no doubt about that God yeah. is going to heal you but yeah. when I say but that's the English language <laughs> yeah but if you need the medication mm. medication in one hand Bible in one hand Do your thing. you take the <laughs> medication you say God as I take this medication it's mm. you that's working mm. yeah. the whole thing about it's not defiling me mm. and then when you take it you're speaking I am well. I am healed by the blood of Jesus. Mm. You're taking the medication. I am healed. I will live a blessed life. Mm. I will live a full life. Don't then to detriment of you fulfilling your destiny or walking in your own calling. Not take the medication and walk around sick mm. because you have faith. Now having faith is good. But you know the Bible says faith that walks is dead. So you know, yep. come now, babes. Let's, yeah. let's do the works more. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And that's good. It. All right, so I'll just leave you with that verse again. I just want to encourage anyone that's going through this and going through the season, just focus on God, look to him, and just rest in him. Um, those who fear the Lord are secure. Mm-hmm. So, And he will be the refuge for their... What scripture is that? He will be a refuge clarify. for their children. Um, it is Proverbs 14, verse 26. We love you. Bye, guys. Bye.